Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 5, verses 21 through 30. Jesus is going to talk about murder and anger, adultery and lust, and he's going to reset the standard. This is a transformational text because it helps us understand what really is the moral standard that God expects from people in order for them to be pleasing to him morally. And long story short, we all fall way short. We are all completely guilty. And that's kind of the point Jesus is raising here because he's over the course of his ministry trying to point to the fact that the only way that somebody can be reconciled to God is through faith in him, the only one who was perfectly righteous. Let's read this. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder. Whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. Let's go to the top of that text to start with. Jesus is saying, you've heard it said, don't murder, but I tell you that if you even hate your brother or harbor anger in your heart against your brother, you're guilty morally of the same thing as murder. Well, who hasn't done that? It should be the question that the disciples were asking and that we should ask when we hear this. Of course, I've harbored anger in my heart or hatred towards somebody else. And so therefore, Jesus is saying, you're guilty, just like the person who physically takes somebody's life, a murderer. And that guilt condemns you and it needs to be fixed. He goes on to talk about if you've done something wrong against somebody, if there's somebody who has something against you, you need to get that reconciled. And then he goes on to use an illustration of going to court. You better come to terms quickly with your accuser, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and then you're in prison and stay there until you pay the last penny. This is, of course, developing the idea of hatred in one's heart against their brother, which he talks about and equates to murder morally. But it's also foreshadowing or illustrating the concept of our relationship with God. Because God is an accuser of sorts. He accuses us of falling short of his perfect standard. We are imperfect. And Jesus is saying, you better settle accounts with your accuser as soon as possible so that you don't pay the worst punishment. Of course, what we know, post-resurrection people who have the entire scriptures and know the whole story from beginning to end, is that the only way that we can be reconciled to our accuser, the only way that we can settle accounts with our accuser is again through faith in Christ. We need forgiveness that Christ offers. We need the righteousness, the perfection that he lived that we can't live. We need that which he offers through faith. And so this is setting up the gospel as well as reframing the moral code around murder 
in hatred and anger. He continues, You've heard it said that you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. For if your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one of your members than your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it's better for you to lose one of your members than your whole body to go into hell. So in both of these instances, adultery and murder, Jesus is saying, I am concerned with your heart. Remember, we talked about that a couple days ago. I'm not only concerned with your outward behavior. Uh, I'm not just concerned with the fact that you haven't physically taken someone's life. I'm not just concerned that you haven't had sexual relations with somebody who isn't your wife. I'm concerned with the condition of your heart. And your heart must be pure as well as your outward behavior. Of course, when we hold ourselves against that standard, when we look in the mirror and evaluate ourselves against that bar, we fall way, way, way short. And this should send us on a quest to figure out how we can fix our shortcoming. And as I've already said, that shortcoming can only be fixed by faith in Christ, the one who never fell short. Some people might be wondering at the end of this passage on lust and adultery, is he really saying gouge your eye out? Is he really saying cut your hand off? I think it's an obvious overstatement, but the point he is making is very clear. You ought to be willing to give up very valuable things for the sake of purity. You ought to be able to set aside things that are worth a lot to you, like an eye or a hand, for the sake of not sinning. That's how seriously we should take our sin. We also need to acknowledge that we can't remove our sin ourselves. We need to trust Christ for forgiveness. We need to trust the Holy Spirit who indwells us from the moment that we put our faith in Christ to empower us to overcome sin. The Bible says we're slaves to sin until we have faith in Christ and are freed from that slavery. And then we got to depend on the Holy Spirit to empower us to overcome sin each day. And we even fail at that until the day we die and are glorified in heaven with God forever. Great texts that help us understand more about sin, about who God is, about who we are, and about why we need Jesus Christ alone. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners— First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.